0: Locked on Anaheim Ducks. The Ducks lose again to Colorado and what in the world are they going to do with Trevor Zegris? I'll tell you on today's Locked on Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. How is it going? I'm your humble host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for over a decade. And don't forget, you could hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts can be heard. And it is a Tuesday afternoon. Apologies for this coming out a little bit late. Had some microphone issues earlier today, so this will be an afternoon show. But hey, there's no game today. Not like there's going to be a preview for a game coming up for another, what, three days? The Ducks ended their five-game road trip with another loss. They end their road trip two and three. Okay, that's not terrible. That's about what most fans were Hoping, at least fans that are hoping not to tank this season. As far as the Ducks are concerned, they played a very hot Colorado team. Let's get right into it. First period, it was Colorado and Anaheim really coming out fighting, swinging a little bit. Mikko Rantanen scored the first goal of the game. His 20th of the season made it 1-0. The chippiness started right away. You already had some kind of infighting between players. Getzi and Belmar kind of jawing at each other, kind of elbowing. Not much of a fight in the first period, but there was enough where they each got a couple penalties. I think they got a penalty for Ruffian, but that was with midway through the first period. There was nothing much there at all. I know Belmar got the extra two for Ruffian. Belmar really started that whole thing last night. Then we go into later in the period where Denton Heinen, believe it or not, He scored his fifth goal of the season, making it 1-1. Heinen had his best period of the season. He looked like he was a man on a mission. He was stopping pucks. He was collecting turnovers. And he was at the right place at the right time. That play was Ben Hutton. Ben Hutton also had a very good first period. I would say Hutton and Heinen had their best periods of the season. They were both hustling their asses off. They were both going after loose pucks. They were both finding themselves at the right place at the right time. And especially Hutton. Hutton was playing down and dirty. He was not afraid to take some of those hits. And he was not afraid to get in the dirty areas yesterday. So props to Hutton and Heinen. Hutton got the assist and so did Max Comtois. So once again that made it 1-1 tie. But then the floodgates opened as they always do with this team. Tyson Jost. Scored his third of the season. Gabriel Landeskog scored on the power play. Wait, 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 wait. The Ducks let in a power play goal again. Haven't we seen this before? As a matter of fact, we have seen this very recently a lot. The Ducks used to be a top tier penalty killing unit. They're not so much anymore. I'll talk about those stats momentarily. But back to the game. That made it 3-1 to And right away, you could tell the absence of a certain player was really costing them. What do I mean by that? Guess who's out again? Trevor Zegres. He was benched once again, missing his second consecutive game. Really missing the last two and a half games after getting benched two and a half games ago. Yeah, remember that? On Friday? Oh boy. So Zegris is out once again and boy, it cost the Ducks big time. Troy Terry did get a goal, making it 3-2, but it was Colorado after that once again. JT Confer scored, then Verily Nikushkin scored. That's your final score, 5-2 Colorado. Colorado pretty much dominated the end of that game. It was not even close. Anaheim looked lost out there. They looked completely baffled, especially after the first period. Yeah, the first period was probably one of their better periods against a very good Colorado team. Who, by the way, Colorado's point streak is now at 11, count them, 11 games. That is a very good point streak, and that is a team that is on one right now. They are determined to win every game or get points in every game. But Colorado, they really took it to the Ducks after that. First period, it was... 26-16 26 16 shot attempts for the Avalanche. Second period. <laughs> get this for a stat. Shot attempts 28 to 7. Let me repeat that. Shot attempts 28 to 7 in favor of the Colorado Avs. That's how bad that second period was. Anaheim looked despondent. They didn't know what to do. Colorado was a team on a mission on Monday night. They played probably some of their best hockey all season, and they only scored two goals. They could have easily scored more goals, but just couldn't do it. And there was a lot of chippiness at the end of the second, too. There was a lot of penalties taken, a lot of just, you know, Renouf and Hockenpah, they got into it a little bit. I mean, no fighting majors there but they were getting into it there then the third period yeah we had that fight between Getzey and Belmar which myself CJ Woodley and a few others we all said why why have this fight right now you're down by way too much to be fighting right now there's no point this isn't going to spur some kind of comeback by Anaheim not to this team they're not then you had Nicholas He got into it against Kadri, and Nazim Kadri really did not want to fight DeLaurier. So Nick got a a 2 and a 10. Nick DeLaurier got ejected, and he might be suspended because that misconduct and that instigating penalty took place within five minutes of the third period. So I would not be surprised if there was an ejection attached to that as well. And hey, if there's no Nick DeLaurier, who's going to replace him? Hint, put Zegras out there. Come on, you can do it. And I'll talk more about the Zegras situation later on. Uh, But really, it was all Colorado all the way. Shots on goal were a whopping 48-15 to in favor of Colorado. They just had the Ducks number all the way through. All right, we'll talk more about this one, and we'll talk about Trevor Zegras After the first intermission, but let's talk about rockauto.com, which has all the parts your car will ever need. Why pay full price for car parts when you can pay half price and have them shipped right to your door? Rock Auto has been owned and operated by the same family for over two decades. So go to rockauto.com in the How Did You Hear About Us box. Tell them that Locked On Ducks sent you once again. That is rockauto.com, all the parts your car will ever need, rock auto. Yeah, coming up after the first intermission, we're going to address it. What the heck are the ducks doing with Trevor egress? What's going on there? I'll tell you on the other side. Welcome back to Locked on Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked on Podcast Network or TLOPN or TLOPN. All right. So let's address what's going on with Trevor Zegras and that whole mess. Uh, before we get into that, um, just a quick note, John Gibson was scratched. He is out probably a maintenance day. He should be back on Friday. Jacob Larson, he went into COVID protocol, so he was scratched. And Ricard Raquel, still dealing with it. The- still dealing with an injury, he was scratched as well. So we don't know if Raquel's going to come back on Friday. The Ducks have three days off before their next game. And quickly looking at the standings, the Ducks only have 19 games left. That's the least amount of games of any team in the National Hockey League. Only 19 games left. That's it. That's it for the season. And then we'll say goodbye to the Anaheim Ducks' For the summer. Look, I know I should be saying we might see the Ducks. No, they're going to be gone. They're not making the playoffs. They're not making the playoffs at this point. It's going to be 19 games and that's it. And maybe, maybe we'll have some fans for the last two games of the season. Maybe. I doubt it. But we'll see. Okay. So, let's talk about it. Trevor Zegras got scratched for the second game in a row. He got scratched because... The Ducks wants to control his playing time. What do I mean by that? Well, there was an interesting graphic that went up yesterday before the game. And this one, I think, like everyone else, this is a joke. This is crap. This is total BS. They're not letting this kid play because of some kind of eligibility that's going to take place seven years from now. This is not good for him. This is not good for his development. This is not good for his psyche. Here's what the graphic said. Managing Zgris' games played this season. Eligible for normal 27-year-old unrestricted free agent status after his 8th season, which is 2027-28. However, if he gets an accrued season this year and qualifies every subsequent year, he would be eligible for UFA status after only his 7th season, which is 2026-27. Third, an accrued season being on the 23-man roster has been reduced from 40 games to 27 games for this season only. Why did I point out that the Ducks have only 19 games left? Zegras has played in 15 games. If he plays 12 more games... Then he gets an accrued season, which means that Zegers would have to play 11 out of the remaining 19 games in order, or sorry, 12 out of the remaining 19 games in order for that accrued season to qualify, and he'd be an unrestricted free agent after his seventh season, which is 2026 20, 27. What the hell are you doing, Ducks? What the hell? If you're going to scratch him and stunt his development, you may as well send him back to the American Hockey League. Let him get some top minutes with the San Diego goals. And you know the same thing is going to happen with Jamie Drysdale. Drysdale, he's going to get about maybe 20 games. What could happen is Zegras and Drysdale could play maybe 10 more games and they could both go back to San Diego. No, they may as well go down to San Diego now if they're going to pull this crap. They may as well. It's not good for them. It's not good for the team. It's not good having this, not penny-pinching, but having this controlled status. This is not good for the team. They're going to play him 26 games. They're probably going to play him 25 games. And then what? They're not just going to put him in the taxi squad, are they? Hell no. They're not going to do that. Just send him back to San Diego now. Do it now. Get it over with. Because they are toying with his eligibility. They were toying with his ELC earlier in the year when he could have played 7-8 games. And you had those healthy scratches earlier in the year. They could have just sent him down right then and there. But no, they decided to keep him up for kind of as long as possible. I mean, if they were really smart, they could have played him 7 games, play in San Diego, and not have this happen until the 28-29 season. They could have done that. But they blew through that. So there goes the ELC. He is now a Duck. But because it is a slide ELC, at least he's waivers exempt. So the Ducks won't have to put him in waivers in order for him to play in San Diego. So thank God for that, at least. But it still sucks. It's leaving fans confused. And we don't know what they are thinking. This is bad. This is a bad look for the Anaheim Ducks. This is worse than bad because Zegris was killing it in San Diego. Drysdale was killing it in San Diego. Why bother with this? Just send them down. Or better yet, here's what the Ducks should do. Play out the 10 or 11 games. Play it out. Just get it over with. Put them on for the next 10 to 11 games. Here's the Ducks' schedule coming up. They don't have a game until Friday. Friday, they play the Arizona Coyotes, who are clinging to any hopes of a playoff spot. Then they have Arizona again. Then they have the Sharks. That's three. They have Colorado twice. That's five. They have the Sharks twice. That's seven. They have Vegas twice. That is nine. I think after that ninth game, you've really got to think about what you want to do as a team. Oh, and they have the Kings after that. That's ten. That's at Staples Center. Play him those 10 games and then put him down with San Diego, which I know is going to piss off a lot of Ducks fans. Because if, if there's a chance that the Ducks can have fans in the stands for those games on the 24th, the 30th, and the one game in May, where's Zegers going to be? He's not going to be there. Where's Drysdale going to be? He might not be there either. So what do you tell Ducks fans? Are you going to bring him down now? then bring him up later in the season in order for him to have that moment with the fans? Could that be a possibility as well? The Ducks need to figure out what they're doing with Trevor Zegras. And most importantly, if you're going to have Zegras and Drysdale and Terry and all those guys in the lineup, you know what I'm going to say. Let the kids play. Let them freaking play. All right, we're going to head into the second intermission But first, let's talk about everybody's favorite protein bar. It is my favorite protein bar. It is Built Bar, which is the best tasting protein bar in the land. And folks, we are here. We are at the final four of the Built Bar bracket. I'm sorry, not the final four, the flavorful four. That's right, we are down to it. And we have what I think are four of the best tasting Built Bars left on the bracket. Here's who's left in the flavorful four. We have Cookie Dough Chunk, Cookies and Cream, Mint Brownie, and Coconut Brownie Chunk. And today's matchup is a big one. You cannot go wrong with either of these flavors. These are two of my favorite. Cookie Dough Chunk versus Cookies and Cream. They are both delicious, fantastic. They are both low-calorie, low-sugar, but high protein. They're made with 100% chocolate and zero guilt. So go to builtbar.com right now and vote for your favorite one. Is it cookie dough chunk? Is it cookies and cream? Vote now. And while you're there, buy some built Bars for yourselves. And hey, use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order of built Bar. The best tasting protein bar in the land. And coming up after the second intermission, we'll talk a little bit more about what the heck the Ducks are doing. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, brought to you by BetOnline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And all the sports are going on right now. You have March Badness, you have NBA, MLB, and of course, the National Hockey League. Go to BetOnline.ag right now, which is your trusted online sportsbook. And on your first deposit, use promo code LOCKEDON to get a 50% welcome bonus Once again, that's betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. So one more little stat that I want to throw out there before we wrap up for the day. So I mentioned that the penalty killing has been terrible for the Ducks and that they were in the top five, top 10 in penalty killing. Currently, they are 24th in the league in PK percentage at 76.2%. Earlier this season, maybe a month ago, It was at about 86%. Remember that? It used to be 86%. It has plummeted all the way down to about 76%. That is not going to cut it. Over the last month and change, their PK has been about 66%. That is really terrible for a team that is still retooling, rebuilding. I don't know what's going on. What the Ducks should really do is just focus on the rebuild. They're not making the playoffs. Just focus on that. Focus on the trade deadline, which is coming up in less than two weeks. All right. Coming up on the next few shows. So tomorrow is going to be our Locked on Goals podcast. That will be the Wednesday podcast will be a Locked on Goals show. Thursday is going to be a little bit of a surprise. I'm not going to tell you what the surprise is yet. You'll have to tune in tomorrow to find out what that is. And Friday is going to be our mailbag episode once again. So if you have a question, email me at LockedOnAnaheimDucks at gmail.com. Once again, the mailbag is coming up this Friday, as well as the next locker room. The next locker room, I guess, get-together is going to be on Friday. That will take place before the game against the Coyotes on Friday. That will be approximately 6 to 6.30. Around that time is when I'm going to start it. So that will be our next locker room. Check me out on the Locker Room app. Come join me. We'll talk some Ducks. We'll talk some hockey in general. So follow me on the Locker Room app at Locked on Ducks. That's going to do it for today's podcast. Don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe if you have not already And be sure to check us out on Twitter. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. And be sure to rate, comment, subscribe if you haven't already. And all the shows can be found on the Locked On Podcast Network, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts can be heard. And make sure to check out the Locked On NHL Podcast. Sarah Avampado is among the hosts there, so definitely check that out. Thank you all once again for listening. It is greatly appreciated. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. I'll see you tomorrow. Please stay safe out there. Wear a mask. Be kind to one another. And Ducks, fly together.